0: Welcome to Three of uh, Funia Lady
1: That is Joseph Aloysius Bailey.
0: Oh, good one. <laughs> <And that is laughs> Susan Clementine J. Cokes. <laughs>
1: Clarence.
0: How <laughs> the fuck are you doing?
1: Well, I have been on an emotional journey <laughs> this week.
0: Goodness, really. what is Not. happening?
1: Just, I just. I'm letting people have it. I have to, I am no longer saying that I'm middle aged. I'm not middle aged. I'm in my fuck around and find out era.
0: Oh. Okay.
1: If you fuck around, you're gonna find out. I'm now <laughs> treating people the way they treat me. And uh I'm giving the energy that I get.
0: All right. Well, good for you.
1: And I'm I'm loving it so far, quite honestly.
0: Good for oh. you.
1: Yeah. How are you?
0: Oh, I'm fine. I got my second <laughs> monkeypox vaccination on Wednesday.
1: On Wednesday. Okay, dokies. Where is it? Oh, oh, is it to the side there? Is it to oh.
0: the Wow, you're really bad at this. Oh, wow, that's
1: bad. Uh
0: it itches like a mofo.
1: It looks like um since you know no one can see us, it looks like an infected um uh, mosquito bite. <laughs>
0: mhm. Yeah, and it feels like one, too.
1: I hate those. I hate those. Well, but now you're not going to get the monkey pox. Here's hoping. I mean, it is the gay disease, right? That's what they're telling people? Yep, yep. Because, you know, one gay person has it and makes it the gay
0: disease. Yep, yep. Oh, God. But truth be told, it is like, both times I've gone to get it, my shot, it's been like fucking gay bar central. The waiting room.
1: <laughs> well, you're smart people, so... <laughs>
0: um what have you been doing with yourself
1: what have i been doing with myself um you know we started rehearsals i'm very excited about that um also already getting anxious about the number of lines i have um yeah uh but it's gonna be great i started for some reason uh watching criminal minds never watched it and i just decided now was the time
0: how is that going
1: you know I like it. All right. I haven't had what we would call a comfort show in a while, and the mm. ones that I have had, it's too early to rewatch them. Okay. And the ones that are in the time frame of being rewatched are outdated now to the point where I can't get into. So, like Buffy, like watching Buffy, there's problematic things or like mm. problematic and so it's like eh, it doesn't give me the same feeling it used to
0: yeah that's sad
1: so i can't watch that and then there's Shit's creek is too soon brooklyn Nine is too soon uh murder she wrote is too soon too soon uh yeah because i just watched it like last year oh, okay um and when i watch it i watch it from episode one to the last one so um yeah so that's what i've been doing
0: are you how far are you in
1: i'm only on season two i only started yesterday was a busy day i think i started this week sometime i'm only on season two
0: are you excited yet for the reboot
1: uh no um because i haven't like. Mandy Potankin is still on it so far um, pageant Brewster Brewster just joined, so we're not into the real meat of stuff yet, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Too soon. I might, we'll see yeah, it's too soon to get excited about something mm-hmm. I don't even know yet, yeah, yeah, you know, it's like getting excited for the baby when you don't know the mother <laughs> uh, is what I'm saying is the thing that I just made up. I don't know, don't look <laughs> at me like that. Um, oh i also watched devil in ohio on netflix
0: what in god's name is that
1: well it's a little culty show
0: oh yeah the culty did you say
1: yes 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 uh,
0: that bones lady
1: <laughs> yes the bones lady uh dashnell emily
0: hmm
1: or day chanel or however you say whatever name. i don't know whatever I'm, the fuck whatever the
0: Des fuck that's channel
1: this channel <laughs> it was all right it was okay it was a little frustrating, but it was okay. It held my interest.
0: Yeah, when I found out it was about a cult, I was like, "Man, nah, I don't know."
1: It was all right. It, I I wouldn't bother. I don't. I don't. I didn't like it enough to. um Yeah, I'm not suggesting it. I'm just saying what I've done. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean.
0: Um, we watched The House of Hammer.
1: Oh my god! So did I. Yes, that was next on my notes. I watched it as well. Yeah, it's okay. It was okay. It was um it felt really um it almost felt like here's the reasons he's sick. Okay, he has justifications. His whole family's weird. <laughs> like it just felt very um apologist. Mm. Like, yeah, he's done bad shit, but look at his family, man. He didn't have a chance. Yeah. It's like, all right. Okay. I was
0: just like, wait a minute, are you telling me that rich white men do whatever they want? Right. Groundbreaking. R-
1: r- right. So it's like, um okay.
0: Cool. Yeah, I don't know. There was just, I don't know. It was fine. And honestly, like I'm not making apologies for army hammer because he did some fucked up shit, but like the thing about him being a cannibal I don't know. Like it just him saying I'm 100% cannibal doesn't really make him a cannibal you know what I mean right like if Um, he's caught like chewing on someone's bones or whatever like I would say Jeffrey Dahmer absolutely right you can say he was a cannibal
1: right and for a crazy person to just say hey I'm a cannibal doesn't make them a cannibal it just Mm -hmm. makes them a weirdo who wants people to think they're a cannibal um I think my biggest issue is um using you know oh i'm into bdsm and not really knowing what that means and knowing that it's really all about consent and shit and he was he wasn't getting consent so that's like the cannibal shit yeah that would be weird i don't know that it's necessarily true though i think that's just him being a weirdo
0: yeah and i don't know just i don't know i was i was doing other things like by episode
1: sure. two sure 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 I just
0: had it on and yeah I, I don't know that needed to be three episodes yeah, whatever. Like I,
1: yeah i didn't really care about his family i'm like oh god oh yeah exactly rich white dudes are weird okay yeah <laughs> alert the authorities or i guess you did well it doesn't matter listen <laughs> yeah <laughs> we both watched it it was fine
0: yeah um, i don't uh i don't know
1: i have I been watching closely the don't worry Darling" drama
0: yeah um a lot there's a lot there's a lot with that. a lot happening i don't believe that harry spit on him
1: no neither do i
0: i think something happened just like the look on chris pine's face to me is more like oh my god you are such a dick but like yes
1: I in a way that's things- not like
0: you're a dick more right. like oh you son of a bitch you got me
1: yeah one of two things happened Harry, I, cause I did see something fly, but somebody, I can't remember if it was one of you was talking about, um, uh, it looked my phone, my Alexa on uh, my phone, not Alexa, but it, my phone thinks I'm talking to it all the time. Um, one of you said something about his lapel flipping up because his lapel was so big and so it looked like that could be so that could be it i was also thinking maybe it was a stupid bit between them like he had a tic tac in his mouth and he spit it on t- like it's a private bit and chris's reaction was i can't just i can't believe you just did that in public you stupid motherfucker like you're hilarious my third thing which i did not go back to review because you can watch it anywhere on TikTok, is it and i don't think this is true because i don't think harry said anything but my other theory was if harry leaned down and said like "Hi flow or something like that because i feel like she should have been sitting there instead of chris mm. because it was olivia wilde chris harry styles and then olivia nope florence was sitting with nick crawl over to the side mm. so i feel like maybe the seating chart was supposed to be chris was supposed to be with nick crawl and so styles maybe made a comment about that that being said i don't know that i saw his lip lips move to talk but that's another mm. theory that i have
0: i do love the video of harry styles talking at one of the press junkets, and chris pine just disassociates <laughs> from the whole thing yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: there is a whole tiktok account uh uh dedicated to the fact that they think a Chris Pine dresses like a middle-aged lesbian. And, so, <laughs> and he's just, yeah, he looks high. He just looks like, oh my, like when Harry Styles is like, the thing I like about this movie is that it's a movie. <laughs> and Chris Pine is like, oh, okay, well, that's...
0: <laughs> it's very early.
1: I'm in the Star Trek franchise. <laughs> I can't be
0: bothered with
1: this. Um... So yeah, it's just crazy. I will say Florence Pugh looked fucking hot at the premiere.
0: I love her so much.
1: Holy shit. I would take a bullet for her. I love her.
0: And the movie got a B- minus in Entertainment Weekly.
1: Really? Because yeah. people have been shitting on it. Like really shitting. I mean, and B- isn't too bad.
0: I mean, it's not great. It's Doesn't not make-
1: great, but I mean other reviewers have been shooting on it like um... Like on Rotten Tomatoes, it only has a four right now. I mean, it's not released. So how can you really go by that? But it's making a worse Rotten Tomatoes debut than The Last Airbender, which apparently is a big deal.
0: Oh, interesting. Because I guess
1: The Last Airbender has had the worst in Rotten Tomatoes history or some bullshit. I don't know. I don't, who knows? Um, So we'll see. But I think that, you know, Any press is good press for them at this point. I guess. I guess. I don't fucking. I don't know. I mean, listen. I want to watch it. Well, I wanted to watch it anyway because of Florence, but I want to watch it more because of the drama and to see how I do and to see how bad Harry Styles is. Hmm. Because people say he's real bad.
0: Oh, that's sad.
1: So we'll see.
0: I am also interested in that other movie he's got coming out of the policeman or whatever it is yeah
1: i don't know what that is and the biggest news this week
0: is the queen oh yeah she died did you hear
1: I, i did i did hear she is uh she's dead she's real dead
0: and now we have a king
1: and now we have a king
0: long live the king
1: well maybe not long but you know i mean
0: that's yeah that's what you say though
1: the, sure, queen sure, is, sure.
0: the queen is dead, long live the king.
1: Sure, sure, sure. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't really care either way.
0: Cause uh, yeah, I, I mean, I
1: should though, I am 50% British. So 53%.
0: I don't, the royals have never done anything for me.
1: They've never done anything for me except for Diana and mm-hmm. the TikToks and stuff surrounding that are hysterical. Cause it's Diana greeting the queen when she comes into heaven. And I just, it's, it's making me laugh. It makes my day. It's great.
0: Um, Kevin J. Zach, Z-A-K, on Instagram. If you don't follow him, you should. He is singularly hilarious. Um, he's the one who did that uh, character actress Vogue video.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: His this week was Queen Elizabeth um, at the end of Cats uh, being <laughs> sent up to the heavyside layer, <laughs> uh, And that was funny. <laughs> um, there's... a. A lot of news, a lot of news this week. Our girl Laurie Metcalf won an Emmy Award. Oh, she did Flat for Hacks. Guest actress on a nice. comedy series for Hacks. Of course, of course. Leah Michelle opened in Funny oh, Girl yes. to I've Read Four, I've Read Six, I've Read Seven standing ovations during her opening night performance
1: right and so let's talk about just, just for a moment like all these people like oh she's garbage blah 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 blah. are the same people that are posting like opening night videos and like oh my god she ate it it's like it, that was never in question that she's gonna be good she's been preparing for this role her whole fucking life this yeah. is the only thing she's ever wanted to do she's probably sang that song in her shower oh for sure. every day of her fucking life for sure no one questioned she was gonna be great but she's still a fucking asshole and see, we are forgetting that, and we're teaching other assholes that they can act however they want, as long as they've got the talent, and sometimes, in some cases, they don't even have to have the talent, They'll get, they're, get, they're going to get what they want, as long as they're skinny, white, and whatever.
0: It's the American you, way.
1: Oh, have you seen how they changed her dress, as opposed to how? No. <laughs> oh, honey, 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 honey. Beanie Feldstein's dress was red uh, sequin, what have you, but it had long like moo sleeves. Her chest was cut like she, she was dressed like a golden girl wearing a moo. She looked gorgeous. And you know, I didn't think anything of it. I just thought, okay, that's the costume. I didn't think anything of it until they showed Leah Michelle. And hers is just a skimpy little thing, chest all out, arms all out. It's just spaghetti strap, Yeah. So it's like, listen, and I don't, I just, oh God. And fat costume designers are the most abhorrent when it comes to fat actors. I know this to be true that always hate us the most and i don't get it it's like do you hate yourself so much that you have to take it out on me every <laughs> costume designer that's been a fucking dick to me has been bigger themselves and usually yeah, a man
0: one. yeah uh, yeah i know one that we're talking about
1: yes and if he's listening i have said this to his face so um i doubt he is but um it i just i just don't get it i don't get it I really don't get it. But anyway, um, and she, you know what? She did sound incredible. I watched the clip. She sounded great. She's still
0: a garbage person. I have not watched. I don't have any interest in that.
1: Yeah, no, she's it's good. She's good. But whatever. I don't fucking care. She's an asshole.
0: Um, and the last big bit of news for the week is our girl Tiffany Haddish. Yes.
1: I did oh, not read I'm up on sorry. this what
0: i'm just looking at this dress now before we move on okay wow yeah right do you see oh for sure yeah yeah
1: and like somebody was like i didn't question it i just thought it was period appropriate or it was appropriate for you know fanny bryce whatever but then they showed the real fanny bryce or whoever fanny bryce was based on and she's wearing the dress that leah michelle is like it's skimpy spaghetti straps so they added all that shit for beanie
0: interesting it was
1: not appropriate to i mean it might have still been appropriate but that wasn't how that woman dressed
0: maybe um beanie wanted it maybe she's insecure about her arms
1: i mean okay
0: i don't know but anyway, Tiffany Haddish.
1: Yeah, you're going to have to fill me in because I've seen conflicting reports on this and I sort of just got kind of overwhelmed with it.
0: Yeah, I don't. Um, so she and Aries Spears, who used to be on Mad TV, allegedly uh, filmed a couple of things with siblings separately, from what I gather okay. um, a girl who was older and her younger brother apparently in the video with the girl who was 14 at the time apparently tiffany haddish is showing her or instructing her on how to give fellatio
1: oh no oh no 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 no,
0: no. and then the one with the boy who was seven at the time mm. or nine mm. uh they filmed a video called through the eyes of a pedophile oh, they-
1: sounds hysterical which
0: they filmed for funny or die who funny or die has said it's like disgusting or some word akin to that and have they it's no longer on the site i don't think it was on the site for very long but in the video uh, the aries spears gets into the bathtub with the boy both both of them are wearing their underwear
1: oh that's still okay
0: or something like this okay so now the mother and the this was like seven years ago or something like this okay so the mother of the siblings and the sister who was now like 22 um are suing them suing both tiffany haddish and aries spears
1: that's how it came to okay
0: now both tiffany haddish and aries spears are claiming that this is a shakedown and it is extortion um and that they're not really able to say much because of the legal proceedings either way it's not good
1: so has anyone actually seen this video
0: yes it was on funny or die for a while before they pulled it
1: okay
0: um i don't know anyone else who has i haven't read anything about anyone who has said i have seen the video and it is x y or z sure um but it's not something you want to play around with not something to make light of sure um but yeah it's just this kind of thing that it this is the kind of accusation that sticks with you i think for the rest of your life
1: yeah no yeah anything oh god yes um Yeah, gross, 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 gross. Yeah, so it'll be
0: interesting to see what comes of all of this. Ugh. So, yeah. yeah. So, on that note... (laughs)
1: Yay! Oh, there was something that came to the tip of my mind. What was it? Oh, it's gone. God bless. It is gone all right well we'll never get that we better.
0: have um just real quick we've been watching crashing uh which is hbo series from a few years back i watched <laughs> it um pete holmes is the star okay. um i watched it when it was on um but joe didn't and pete holmes was just on pyramid last week okay. or two weeks ago and okay. so i said oh we sh- you should watch that because it's really good and so we've been watching that and it's it is Real good, but in one scene, um, because it's all about Pete Holmes is a stand up comedian. Oh, um, ew. okay, and the show is about he plays Pete Holmes, who was trying to become a stand up comedian. Ah, uh, okay, um, but has all of these cameos in it. He lives in New York, and so there's all of these cameos and stuff like that. But in one club that he's in, Janelle James is performing. And there's no like mention of her name or anything. They just cut to her in the middle of her act and then move on. But that was fun.
1: Uh, I remembered what I was going to say. What? Um. So not. It, it just wasn't. Don't worry, darling. That premiered. Other films have premiered in Venice as well this week. One of them being The Whale, starring uh, Brendan Fraser. Yeah. And he got a little standing ovation. Yeah,
0: I heard that he was all choked up about that.
1: He was. He started to cry. Um, But I did not realize this. I don't know if I just wasn't paying attention or what have you. Because I know he's kind of been out of the spotlight, but I didn't really think anything of it. I didn't think there was a reason. He was blackballed because he had accused um, the president of golden globes or foreign press or something one of those people that give awards he had accused their president of uh sexual assault oh and so he was blackballed and wow. the guy admitted the guy was like oh yeah i did it it was a joke it was fine Interesting.
0: um
1: and so yeah, I did not realize that. So that's a, that's cause people are like, oh, his comeback and he deserves the world. And after everything that's happened to him and I'm like, I don't know what happened to him. Someone please provide context. So I have the context now and I'm just, I'm so happy for him. He just seems like a really nice person.
0: Yeah. I heard that they added weight to him digitally. Okay. Which is going to be interesting. Yeah. I read the review in the New York Times. It was not great for the movie, hmm, okay. but it was good for him.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: And you know, I did that play.
1: Sure. I know you did. Won my uh, one
0: and only Wild Award for it that I shared with somebody else. Oh, and that's so,
1: right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, they're dead, so it doesn't matter.
0: Right. Uh, before uh, we ruined that whole experience. We killed
1: it. We killed it. We were personally responsible for getting rid of the Wild in Michigan. So you're welcome.
0: But I'm eager uh, to see the movie.
1: Uh the other thing, news that you don't care about, but someone will is the new marvel news that john boyega whoo, uh, john krasinski denzel washington jody cormier um and some other dude i don't know have all signed contracts with marvel they are in the mcu we don't know what they are yet but i'm so fucking excited i can hardly stand myself because i'm obsessed with people who are in the star wars and the marvel franchises and so john boyega is is is, he's making the leap and i couldn't be more fucking excited oh and henry cavill which i'm not a henry cavill fan he always looks really greasy to me Hmm um but we'll see maybe i'll become a fan because he's in marvel now and that's just how i roll
0: yeah interesting that he's making the leap from the one to the other
1: right well i mean at this point how could you not like DC is just (laughs) (laughs) but speaking
0: of that also this joker sequel is yes crazy
1: it is well i have not heard anything Um, you
0: know it's going to be a musical
1: Oh yes, you did tell me. That.
0: And so Joaquin <laughs> is back, Lady Gaga <laughs> is playing Harley Quinn.
1: No, come on. now.
0: And they've I... just added Katherine Keener in an un- what? An undisclosed role. And uh Zazie Beetz is in it too, and I Who love her. Who is that? She was in the last Deadpool. She's on Atlanta. <gasps>
1: oh okay 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 okay
0: i love her so much sure, sure, so sure. i have 0. 0.0 interest in seeing joker oh yeah no but this is shaping up to like oh god i might have to watch it at some point or fast forward through it maybe
1: right yeah fast forward through it yeah 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 Yeah. yeah. hate watch it whatever what have you all right yeah sounds good
0: yes yeah, interesting at least hmm. i guess yeah or whatever
1: no whatever Anyway, shall we get to our lady? Let's do it. We are doing Winona Ryder because I love her. Now, what is your first, when were you introduced to Miss Ryder? Lucas. Okay. You know what? I haven't seen it. (gasps) No. No, because Uh, when did that come out? 86. 86. If my brother had no interest in seeing it, then I didn't get to see it because he's the one who took me to um movies. Also, I don't know what it's about. It's uh, my parents were weirdly strict on the movies I saw. So if there's any sort of trauma that happens, I wasn't allowed to see it. Hmm like if they thought it was going to make me sad I wasn't allowed to see it um, But because as we now have found out many years later that's that was my parents MO will it upset her? Don't tell her we, we both had cancer? No one needs to know like oh Jesus Christ um, so uh, yeah I don't know what takes place in Lucas but yeah I probably wasn't allowed to see it or Michael just didn't uh it is my mother's birthday. Oh, today? I yeah, I just uh remember that. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday,
0: mommy Um what is your first winona rider memory?
1: <laughs> memory? Um it was probably uh, the commercials for Lucas. <laughs> <But> probably <laughs> Heather's.
0: Uh-huh.
1: It was really
0: that old thing.
1: That old thing or Beetlejuice, whatever came out first. She's the kind of person where i just she's always been around
0: to me yeah it's like the just in the air
1: yeah just in the in the ether there um so winona laura horowitz was born october 29th 1971 uh she is 50 years old that is fucking nuts to me it
0: really is
1: that is fucking nuts um she's obviously professionally known as winona Ryder. she uh rose to prominence in the 1990s she's received various accolades including a golden globe screen actors guild and nominations for a grammy and two academy awards and a bafta award um i am going to skip over any sort of resume stuff because you're going to take care of that i would assume mm-hmm. um so she was born October 29th in Winona, Minnesota. Oh. Yes. To Cynthia Palmer and Michael Horowitz. Her mother is an author, video producer, and editor. And her father is an author, uh, editor, and publisher. An antiquinar- and an antiquarian bookseller. Oh whatever my. Whatever the fuck that is. He was also an archivist for a psychological... psychological oh my god. Psychological Nope, I can't. psychologist. Jesus Christ,
0: psychologist.
1: psychologist, Timothy Leary. Uh, her father is uh, her father was from a Russian Jewish and Romanian Jewish family. Uh, growing up, she visited her paternal grandparents in Bro- Brooklyn for Passover every year. Named after her hometown, Ryder was given her middle name Laura because of her parents' friendship with Laura Huxley writer aldous huxley's wife you know those those two old chestnuts i have no idea who those people are um oh this all comes from Wikipedia. uh her stage name derives from rich right Ry- mitch Ryder, a soul and rock singer of whom her father was a fan writer's father is an atheist and her mother is a buddhist writer has a younger brother yuri uh named after the first man in space uh, hmm. yuri gagarin and two older half siblings from her mother's prior marriage. Half brother Jubal Palmer and half sister Sunyata Palmer. I didn't mm-hmm. know she even had siblings. Ugh. Um, because she needs to tell me all these things, really. <laughs> um, writer's family friends with her godfather Timothy Leary. Uh, and science novelist Philip K. Dick. You know, you know, old Phil. Um <laughs> In 1978, when Ryder was seven years old, she and her family relocated to Rainbow, a commune near Elk, Mendocino County, California, where they lived with seven other families on a 300-acre plot of land. That sounds like a fucking nightmare. Totally. Um. As the remote property had no electricity or television sets, oh my God, it gets worse. <laughs> Ryder began to develop her time for reading. Devo- oh my God. Ryder began to devote her time to reading and became an av- avid fan of J.D. Salinger's Catcher in the Rye. None of us are perfect. That's a fucking terrible book. I hate it. And I hate J.D. Salinger. Come for me. Okay. Everybody come for me. I don't care. I hate it. It's depressing. Go catch someone else's rye. Um, when she was 10, Ryder and her family moved to Petaluma, California. During her first week at Kenilworth uh, Junior High, she was bullied by children who mistook her for an effeminate boy because children are awful. Uh, in 1983, 12-year-old Ryder enrolled in the American Conservatory Theater uh, in nearby San Francisco, where she took her first acting classes. Um and during that same year, she nearly drowned, which uh, caused her to develop a fear of water. Hmm. Um, the psychological trauma caused problems later in her life during the underwater scenes in Alien Resurrection. I always forget she was in an alien movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Ryder was uh, continued to be bullied through high school, where she ach- achieved early film success in Beale Juice. I quote, I remember thinking, oh, it's like the number one movie. This is going to make things great at school. End quote. And she wasn't being sarcastic. She really thought they would, but
0: it didn't. That they'd be happy for her.
1: Right now, it made things worse, shockingly. <laughs> oh, you sweet sore child. No, it's it's not it's not gonna make things better. Um In 1989, she graduated from Pentaluma High School with a 4.0 GPA. She has stated that her natural hair color is brown, but she was really blonde as a kid. And when she was 11 or 12, she started dyeing her blonde hair blue or purple. At the time of her audition for the 1986 film Lucas, her hair had been dyed black, and the filmmakers asked her to keep it. Uh, Let's see. Let's go down to uh writer maintains homes in san francisco los angeles and williamsburg in new york city although she was raised in a secular household she she identifies as jewish and she has experienced anti-semitism she suffers from insomnia and has been a victim of stalking i love how they just throw these facts all together a victim Um, of what stalking 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 like not stockings or like corn stalks but like she was
0: a victim of stockings (laughs)
1: Silk stockings, the HBO <laughs> show. Um, <laughs> Silk stockings, Junior. Oh my god! Okay, she credits her career to director Tim Burton. Well, no shit, honey. Ryder was engaged to actor Johnny Depp for three years beginning in July 1990. She met him at the Great Balls of Fire premiere in June uh, 1989 and they began dating two months later. She graduated from high school in 1989. Just just wow. chew on that. Yep. Uh, from 1993 to 1996, she dated Soul Asylum band member Dave Perner. She dated Matt Damon from 1998 to 2000. I cannot see them together. Oh, wow, that's crazy. She has been in a relationship with Scott McKinley Hahn since 2011. Um, in 1993, Ryder offered a reward in the hope uh, that a, uh, it would lead to the return of kidnapped Polly Class because uh, she lived in Penaluma, where Ryder grew up. She offered $200,000 cash reward for the 12 year old kidnapped victim's safe return. After the girl's death, Ryder dedicated her performance as Joe in the 1990 film, film, film adaptation of Little Women. One of class's favorite novels to class's memory. Sweet. Um, during a sentencing hearing related to the 2001 shoplifting in, shoplifting incident, Ryder's attorney, Mark Garrigos, referred to her work with Polyclass Foundation and other charitable causes. In response, a Deputy a District Attorney Ann Rundle said, "What's offensive to me is to trot out the body of a dead child." Ooh, yikes! Ooh. Okay. Ryder was visibly upset at the accusation, and Rundle was ab- admonished by the judge. Outside the courthouse. On December 12, 2001, Ryder was arrested on shoplifting charges in Beverly Hills, California, accused of stealing 5,500 worth of designer clothes and accessories Worth of designer clothes and accessories at a Saks Fifth Avenue department store. She signed two civil demands in the security offices of the store before she was arrested by the Beverly Hills Police Department, binding her to pay for the stolen and surrendered merchandise as permitted under California's statute for civil recovery of shoplifting. Uh, Los Angeles. Los Angeles District Attorney Stephen Cooley assembled a team of eight prosecutors, Jesus Christ, eight prosecutors and filed four felony charges against her. Ryder hired celebrity defense attorney Mark Garrigos. Negotiations failed to produce a plea bargain in the summer of 2002. Um, Joel Mowbray from National Review noted that the prosecution was not ready to offer her a no contest plea on misdemeanor charges. She was accused of using drugs during the trial, including oxy, diazepam, and Vicodin without valid prescriptions. She was convicted of grand theft, shoplifting, and vandalism, but was acquitted on the charge of burglary. In December 2002, she was sentenced to three years of probation, 480 hours of community service, $3,700 in fines, and $6,355 in restitution to Sachs Fifth Avenue and she was ordered to attend psychological and drug counseling. On June 18th, 2004, Superior Court uh, Judge Eldon Fox reviewed Ryder's probation report and observed that she had served 480 hours of community service and the felonies were reduced to misdemeanors. She remained on probation until December 2005. Ryder explained to Interview Magazine that the incident occurred during a difficult time in her life when she was clinically depressed. She also stated the heavy pain-killing medication that a uh, physician um, practicing quackery had prescribed to her significantly clouded her judgment. The doctor who prescribed the medication subsequently had his medical license revoked by the Medical Board of California for unethically catering to the demands of wealthy or famous drug seekers for prescription narcotics, which would otherwise have to be obtained on the street. And there, there all that is.
0: Yeah. When we um, started this week, I had forgotten all about her shoplifting extravaganza. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. So here's a little bit about her career. Uh, this is from Wikipedia, also an interview in Interview Magazine, and a 2022 uh, profile in Harper's Bazaar Ooh. with some lovely pictures. And I can't believe she's 50
1: it's crazy um in
0: 1985 Winona Ryder sent a videotaped audition uh where she recited a monologue from the novel franny and zooey by jd salinger now i will say this book is so amazing one of my favorite books
1: it um um, pete loves it so much that we have the the, probably the monologue that she did framed and it's in this office but once i read catcher in the rye i was like fuck you i hate you
0: yeah i don't feel one way after
1: my brother died so mm. that's probably why i have ill feelings towards yeah it.
0: i don't feel one way or the other about catcher in the rye but i do love Franny and zooey um anyway so she sent in this video this videotaped audition to appear in the film desert bloom although the role went to annabeth gish david seltzer who was the writer and director cast her in his high school drama lucas which starred the late Corey Haim. Which still feels weird to say the late Corey Haim. Right. Um, it's such a lovely little movie, though. It's an underdog film. I love it so much. Uh, when. Uh, uh, nope. We covered that. So I'm going to stop that. So, so Corey Haim dead. Boom. No. <laughs> uh, after seeing her in Lucas, director Tim Burton decided to cast her in his film Beetlejuice. Uh, she starred as a goth teenager whose family moves to a haunted house populated by ghosts, played by Gina Davis, Alec Baldwin, and Michael Keaton. The film was a success at the box office, and uh, the film, as well as her performance, received mostly positive reviews from critics. Also in 1988, she appeared alongside Kiefer Sutherland and Robert Downey Jr. in 1969, a drama about the Vietnam War and the tensions it created. In American families. From there, she starred in the independent film Heathers alongside Christian Slater. Her I agent. And that, in-
1: that's an independent film.
0: I know, isn't that weird?
1: That's weird.
0: Her agent initially begged her to turn the role down, saying that the film would, quote, ruin her career.
1: Well, they were wrong.
0: They were wrong. Critical reaction to the film was largely positive. And her performance was positively received with the Washington Post stating that Winona Ryder is Hollywood's most impressive ingenue. Hmm. She makes us love her teenage murderous, a bright, funny girl with a little Bonnie Parker in her. Despite its critical success, Heather's was a box office flop. But it has achieved a status of cult film in the following decades and she was nominated for an Independent Spirit Award for Best Actress. Nice. In 1989, she had a starring role in the biopic, Peter, um, (laughs) called Great Balls of Fire, (laughs) in which she played the 13-year-old bride and cousin of rock and roll idol, Jerry Lee Lewis. The film was a box office failure and received mixed reviews from the critics. Winona began the 1990s with three starring roles in the fantasy film, Edward Scissorhands. She reunited with director Tim Burton to play the female lead alongside her then boyfriend, Johnny Depp. The film was a significant box office success uh, and received much critical devotion. I love that movie so much. The film, um, next for her was the family comedy drama Mermaids. Uh, also in 1990, co-starring Cher and Christina Ricci. Mermaids was a moderate box office success, uh, but her performance was acclaimed. Roger Ebert wrote that Winona Ryder in another of her alienated outsider roles generates real charisma. Mm -hmm. For her performance, she received a Golden Globe nomination for Best Actress in a Supporting Role and a National Board Review Award for the same category. She was next slated to appear in Francis Ford Coppola's The Godfather Part 3, but withdrew uh, at the beginning of filming due to nervous exhaustion. And then that role went to Sofia Coppola, and we all know what happened there. In 1991, she appeared in Jim Jarmusch's Night on Earth and was teamed again with Francis Ford Coppola in Bram Bram Stoker's Dracula. She went on to appear in two more literary adaptations, uh, with Martin Scorsese's, the age of innocence in 1993, which was an adaptation of Edith Wharton's novel, which co-starred Michelle Pfeiffer and Daniel Day-Lewis. Uh, Winoda considers Martin Scorsese, the best director in the world. And for her portrayal of May Welland, the fiance of Newland Archer played by Daniel Day-Lewis, she won a golden globe for best supporting actress. And she was nominated for an Academy Award and a BAFTA for the same category. Although not a commercial success, The Age of Innocence received critical praise upon its release. And Vincent Canby in the New York Times wrote, Ms. Ryder is wonderful as the sweet young thing whose heart is nails, as much out of ignorance, out of self-interest. She then co-starred alongside Meryl Streep, Jeremy Irons, Antonio Banderas, and Glenn Close, in the House of the Spirits, based on Isabel Allende's novel. Uh, released in October of 1993, the film was poorly reviewed and a box office flop, earning just $6 million against its $40 million budget. Oh, wow. I know. She broke from period pieces with the Generation X drama Reality Bites in 1994, directed by Ben Stiller and co starring Ethan Hawke. The film featured Winona Ryder as a recent college graduate searching for direction in her life. According to Hawk and Stiller, the film only got greenlit because of Winona Ryder's star status. Her performance received acclaim, but the film did not meet its studio's expectations at the box office. She then returned to period films later that year in the Tampax story. No. <laughs> Uh, in little women uh, an adaptation of louis m a alcott's novel the film received widespread praise uh, critic janet masson of the new york times wrote that the film was the greatest adaptation of the novel not anymore and remarked mm. on Ryder's performance miss Ryder, whose banner year also includes a fine comic performance in Raleigh bites plays joe with spark and confidence her spirited president president <laughs> Her spirited presence gives the film an appealing linchpin, and she plays the self-proclaimed man of the family with just the right staunchness. Winona Ryder received her second Oscar nomination for the role, this time for Best Actress. In 1995, she appeared in How to Make an American Quilt, and that same year, she narrated the audiobook of Anne Frank's The Diary of a Young Girl, for which she received a Grammy nomination
1: oh okay i wonder what that grammy nomination was yeah. for. yeah
0: subsequently she appeared in boys the crucible the final episode of strangers with candy and in 1999 she shepherded girl interrupted to the screen starring in and serving as executive oh producer God. based on the 1993 memoir of the same name by Susanna Kaysen, The film had been in development since late 1996, but took time to begin filming. Ryder was deeply attached to the project, referring to it as her child of the heart. She played Susanna Kaysen, who has borderline personality disorder and who was admitted to a psychiatric hospital for recovery. Directed by James Mangold and co-starring Angelina Jolie, the film was expected to mark Winona Ryder's comeback playing leading roles. Instead, it turned out to be the welcome to Hollywood coronation for Angelina Jolie,
1: mm,
0: who won the Oscar.
1: Everything.
0: She does. Who uh, she won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress for her performance in what is probably the most overrated performance to win an Oscar. I M H O. In two thousand one, she began began a four year hiatus, uh, apart from an appearance on Friends and a cameo in Zoolander. She did not work Mm -hmm. although i do adore her episode of friends uh woody allen wanted to use her in his film melinda and melinda with robert downey jr but he could not get either one of them insured her because of her shoplifting incident and him because of his drug use right uh 2006 was the year of the comeback Starring in a string of films that I have not heard of before this <laughs> endeavor of ours. Uh, until 2010, she did Black Swan. Uh, in 2013, she reunited with Tim Burton on the animated feature Frankenweenie and, and later appeared in two episodes of Drunk History. Then came 2016 and the Duffer Brothers, who cast her in their show Stranger Things. And she went on to win a SAG award with her fellow castmates in 2017 for best cast.
1: Oh, she's so good.
0: Uh, The Duffer brothers think that Winona Ryder's guidance has been incredibly useful to her co-stars. They say she's talked to the kids about what celebrity is like and how the press can be and the anxiety and confusion that comes along with celebrity. Uh, Ross Duffer says, I think she's really helped them. I know she's specifically helped Millie a lot to work through that and that's something that no one else can help with really because so few so few people have experienced it it's not something i understand it's not something that you know even a parent would understand Mm. end quote i know it's so sweet um and i just wanted i pulled this too because it's so funny her boyfriend scott han uh she says is so far removed from showbiz that when he first met her he didn't recognize her she says he thought i was mila joevich and he told me that I was great in the fifth element. <laughs> she couldn't look any more different
1: than her. But okay, she's like a foot shorter. <laughs>
0: so I thought that was funny. That's good. And so that's that.
1: That is that.
0: So what's your, what's, love her. what's your picture?
1: Well, my picture is Reality Bites. Reality Bites. I think you hated this.
0: I I can't. I just can't with this movie. I just can't even <laughs> with this movie.
1: I'll tell you, I on upon viewing now, I couldn't even either, honestly. Uh,
0: we're like literally two minutes in, and I said to Jojo watched most of it with me, but then he gave up. <laughs> I said, We're like two minutes in. I'm like, this is the most 90s movie. Oh
1: my god. And we're
0: two minutes in. Like if you had to pick a movie between 1990 and 1999 to put into a time capsule, one it movie, it would be this movie.
1: It would. It would. Although I love Janine Garofalo in it. Oh my God. I love her. Yes. I love her style. I love that she worked at the gap.
0: Oh my God. I know. I just like, even then I was like, oh, I'm like, oh, she has a Charlie's Angels lunchbox next to her bed. And I'm like, oh, she uses it as a purse.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah i still love it though um ethan Hawke's character oh
0: my god insufferable
1: in fucking sufferable and abusive by the way fucking abusive
0: terrible on every front
1: every oh my god just an idiot so if you don't know What Reality Bites is. It's a 1994 American romantic comedy drama written by Helen Childress and directed by Ben Stiller. It stars Winona Ryder, Ethan Hawke, Janine Garofalo, and Stephen Zahn. The plot follows uh, Lilani, Lilana, Lilana. (laughs) Lilena. Oh, an inspiring videographer working on a documentary called reality bites about Ugh. the disenchanted lives of her friends and roommates the challenges exemplify some of the career and lifestyle choices faced by generation x
0: Ugh.
1: sure um it grossed 40 million worldwide against an 11 million budget
0: Yeah, it was big at the time.
1: It surely was. And I I loved it. Oh, my God. I loved it. Uh, Watching it now, I was like, I hate all of these people. (laughs) I hate every single one of them. Oh, just Um,
0: every fucking trope is like, oh, my God.
1: So she is... There, it's four, they they kind of make it as like four best friends, but it's not really, I mean, it sort of is, uh, sort of isn't. Her and Janine Garofalo live together and then Steven Zahn is like Janine Garofalo's best friend and he's always there. And then Ethan Hawke is Winona Ryder's best friend and he's always there, but they don't really, you know, whatever, whatever. Uh, Ethan Hawke is one of those fucking, uh, you know, anti-establishment i don't need a job because that helps capitalism and like listen i get it and i agree to some extent on certain things but like you just you have to have a job dude that's the way the fucking world works sorry fucking sorry about it um and like just being like elitist and while making fun of other people for being an elite you know just one of those douche canoes uh then there's unproblematic steven zahn who really isn't you hate him though right
0: i don't love him except for that one movie where he plays that spaced out hippie guy
1: oh so all of them except for this one exactly
0: (laughs) and of course he's the gay fellow who has no personal life no sex life nothing
1: nothing nothing is fleshed out at all he's just oh We can blame Ben Stiller for that because I forgot what article I read it in, but I read part of an article and he said that originally, basically, originally it was a better movie and he made it garbage. That's not what he said, but that's how I read between the lines because what he said is.
0: Ben Stiller said it was a terrible movie, but I made it worse.
1: No, it was it was a it was good, and then I made it worse. Oh, it was
0: good, but then but ben he Silla didn't said, actually say it. that. Okay. What he okay. said okay.
1: was. The original script had full, rich character lives for both Janine Garofalo and Steven Zahn, and it was a character study of four characters. And he didn't like it, so he stripped Janine Garofalo and Steven Zahn from their character, their backstories from their characters, and focused on the relationship of Winona Ryder and Ethan Hawke, Ugh, which then big leads you to say. Ben Stiller you're a fucking moron. Yeah, big um, mistake. And his character is insufferable and I, just ugh, It's I mean, yeah, no.
0: He works at In Your Face TV, really seriously.
1: You react. And originally this was supposed to be called um uh uh What is Oh my god, it's just leaving world? me the real world it was supposed to be called the real world and then the real world debuted on mtv and uh the real world looks shockingly like the film that ben stiller's character uh presents at her um date her movie debut uh which is not the movie that she turned in
0: Uh, um so stupid that whole thing was so stupid
1: yeah just like yeah her parents are terrible everybody's parents are terrible everybody's terrible it's very 90s and it it's funny though because it just looks so 90s too yeah and it's so it like catapults me back there instantly
0: yeah everybody smokes everywhere
1: everybody smokes everywhere constantly like i was like i don't like there are some movies shows certain actors that when they smoke i'm like ooh, that makes me want to have a cigarette like they just make it look good these people do not <laughs> Uh, and winona Ryder, and she does this in every movie she smokes in and i'm sure that she smoked in real life she looks like someone who doesn't know how to smoke
0: exactly 100 there's that scene where she and ethan hawk are walking outside somewhere and they're yes. both smoking he looks totally natural and she like smokes like with a very she,
1: she, and she does it with that closed lip rigid like,
0: hand yeah like
1: her whole lip goes in and it's a very rigid hand yeah it's weird it's weird um And it bothers me even more because I'm pretty certain she smoked in real life.
0: It seems like she would have.
1: So you know how to smoke. What are you, what are you doing? Um, But yeah, I don't love it so much anymore. So I'm sorry about it.
0: (laughs) She's got, she first, when Ethan Hawke is moving in at the beginning, and then she has that line, he's going to turn this place into a den of slack. I was like, oh my God. Slackers were so 90s. And mm-hmm. then when she's on her date with Ben Stiller, she's got that ridiculous big gulp nonsense. Yes. Oh my God. It's ter mm-hmm. it's just terrible. It's just, I'm like, I can't. I can't with this movie.
1: Um, yeah, no, it's it's just it's it's real bad. It's real bad. And I apologize. I loved it when it came out. No, and no, no. I and I you.
0: I haven't seen it, I think I saw it once at the movies, so um so yeah you don't need to apologize for it
1: all right good I won't
0: but yeah I can't think of anything I mean when I was watching the opening credits I was like oh Susie Kurtz is in this and I'm like oh mm, mm. and the whole thing with her working on that morning show and then like giving John Mahoney those cards that he like I'm sure like he would not have at least looked those over before he gets <laughs> right. on camera and, like, and then just gonna keep talking even though yeah.
1: it says Horrific.
0: i love little girls oh wait did i just say that right yeah so dumb so dumb so,
1: dumb. so um that's that movie there you go with that
0: yeah so yeah. don't you don't yeah you don't need to watch this movie you
1: don't need to watch it. even if it's, you think
0: oh but i loved it you did you you, you, did. you wouldn't
1: you, you mean, maybe you did. you did you don't know
0: but now you don't so, so take that off your take that off your plate
1: so don't fucking watch it <laughs> So
0: what did you have us watch? I had us watch mermaids, Mm. uh, which was directed by Richard Benjamin, uh, who filled in, uh, for Frank Oz, who filled in for Lassie Hallstrom. (laughs) Uh, apparently Cher doesn't like a lot of people. Ah. So Lassie Hallstrom, it was supposed to be his, uh, American film debut. They did not get along. Uh, so he left and Frank Oz came on board and, uh, they did not get along. Oh wow! So he left and then Richard Benjamin came on board, uh, open December 14th, 1990. So it was a Christmas movie. Um, and it tells the story of, uh, Cher plays Mrs. Flax who has two daughters. She's a free spirit in the early sixties and they move around an awful lot till they get to this new England town uh where they might want to spread their roots a little deeper after she meets bob hoskins who runs the shoe store in town Mm -hmm. and winona Ryder falls in love with jake ryan
1: because she smokes in this movie too doesn't she
0: i think so yeah i think yeah i think so
1: is that weird full-lipped rigid it's weird
0: and of course i know you love this movie
1: I do. I love it. Um, you hated it.
0: Oh my god, I love it. I love this movie. Oh yay! No, I do. I love it. I love. I think Cher is great, and I think all three of them are great. I think Winona mm-hmm. Ryder is great. This is probably my favorite performance of hers. I feel like with Winona Ryder, for me, she just sometimes her line readings sound wrong or sure, weird. I can see that or wooden or something, but I, I think she's just dynamite in this. I think Christina Ricci, it's her first film. She's mm, adorable. She is adorable. She is so good in this. Cher has the best eyelids of anyone that I know. Oh
1: my God. Right.
0: He's gorgeous in this. Um, yeah, I love it. And I did not remember a whole lot of this movie. Um, so at the end, spoilers if you haven't seen it, but it's been 30 years, so get on the ball. Um, <laughs> right. When Christina Ricci falls into the river, I did not remember any of that. It oh, was right. a little creepy because Jake Ryan is like, twenty. they say he's 26 in this movie, mm. and Winona is like 15, turning 16. Right. Um. So that's a little weird, but it was the 60s, so I guess we can forgive it. He also looks weird, he doesn't look as, Handsome as he does in 16 candles to me.
1: See, he looks exactly the same in everything.
0: To yeah. Me.
1: Yeah. And, and just,
0: uh, uh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. I preferred him as Jake Ryan. But Joe told me that he quit acting and became a carpenter. Well, just like Jesus. Shows... <laughs> Although for Jesus, it was kind of backwards. He was a carpenter and then he started acting. <laughs>
1: May he show more versatility in his carpentry than his acting.
0: <laughs> Touche. Um, also, Emily Lloyd. Do you know who she is? She's a British actor. She was in um, "Wish You Were Here." She was in "Cookie" with Peter Falk. No. Look her up. She was originally cast in Winona Ryder's role and had started shooting the movie already. And Cher complained that uh, she was too blonde and would not look like a daughter of hers. So they fired her.
1: And you know what? That's one of the things I love about the movie, and I know this sounds so silly. They look like they could be mother and daughters.
0: 100%. Yeah. 100%.
1: Yeah. And I just I just love Cher in this. And oh, she's so great. Hors d'oeuvres for dinner. Oh yeah,
0: finger foods. I love how she just gives no shits about her reputation, nice. what people oh. say about her. Uh, what she does yeah i i i would like to read the book because i would like to know why it's called mermaids i feel like there's probably an explanation in the book that they don't touch on in I the movie
1: kind of had to do with christina ricci wanting to be a mermaid and then share being a mermaid for halloween
0: yeah that's not good enough for me
1: <laughs> all
0: right um but yeah I love the whole trope of Winona Ryder who they're a Jewish family but she wants to be a Catholic mm-hmm. um so I don't know I just I love it's a little bit quirky uh-huh. um I think Bob Hoskins is great it's one of those movies where like when he came on I'm like oh my god I haven't seen Bob Hoskins in years mm-hmm. and it was just nice to see him again um, but yeah I love it I think it's a great a great little movie
1: um me as well I just really freaking love it um it's like a little it's a warm fuzzy it's feel good
0: yeah for sure love it love it yeah and I love how I don't know like their her relationship especially the Cher and Winona Ryder it just feels so real like it's they're not all huggy huggy kissy all the time like after Christina Ricci's in the hospital and Cher comes home and she's like if you're smart, you're going to stay away from me.
1: Oh, I love, oh, I could hear my mom saying that.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I just love, I love that. And I, and I love, I just, I think it's really great. I think it's really honest and funny and just really sweet. Um, I love Cher's big green fuzzy sweater that she wears. Mm-hmm. Um, her hair I love. Yeah. I could just go on and on and on and on.
1: I, I think this is Cher's best performance to me. Mm. I think i think
0: it's certainly one of my not my favorite but certainly one of for sure
1: yeah i just love it i'm glad you love it
0: and then yep i was like when do we get the song when does the song come on it's not until (laughs) the closing credits Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but but yeah loved it i loved when she um hugs jake ryan the first time and she licks his coat (laughs) uh, (laughs) she does
1: play an awkward team so fucking well oh my god (laughs)
0: Yeah, and I just love how it's the 60s and, and just shares character is so sex positive for the time period. But yeah, I think it's great. I think it's a great movie. If you haven't watched it, watch it. If you've seen it, watch it again because it's really nice to revisit
1: it's it. It's real good. It's the opposite of uh, Reality Bites.
0: Yeah, yeah. It really is. So, um, two well, thumbs up. Delightful, delightful. Yeah, yeah it was delightful. really nice to watch.
1: Before you ask, I don't know what we're watching for a WePod um Mm. because work became crazy uh but uh everyone will find out next week i mean you'll find out you know sooner than that hopefully
0: sure 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 but otherwise uh
1: it'll be a surprise
0: um but if you want you can write us an email at three i was at four four funny ladies (laughs) uh, at three funny ladies at gmail.com
1: and you can follow us on the instagrams at three funny ladies
0: and uh that is what we got for you
1: that is what we got for you we'll
0: see you next week all right take care now okay bye 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 now